Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates on today's show. I have episode 24 of my Bioweapon Blue series. This one is just titled Assessing the Death and Disability from the Toxic Jab. And the kind of story keeps going on. There's more misery, but more people kind of getting the gist of it. There's very little vaccine or shot uptake, which is good. I'm going to show some videos from Norway. They, their politicians are assessing the problem. Also, England. And uh, so people are waking up. If anybody out there does come across, I've covered Switzerland, I've come across any other kind of shot-related information in another country, feel free to send it to me, WilliamRamseyInvestigates at gmail.com. I'm trying to do a global survey on uh, the harms caused by the death jab. So I'll play about 20 minutes of uh, film clips, vid clips, and then also some slides. way that our system is working right now is evil. It is against humanity, and it's really, so, it's so destructive. We've got purges going on in our country. We've crossed the Rubicon into something totally different that is unprecedented that I've never seen before. I've waited. I can't stand what they are doing to the human race as a whole. They are picking on very specific demographics of people. They're targeting people with disease. They're targeting the elderly. They're targeting specific races. And if you don't get this, your whole audience needs to know what I'm most aware of now. This is the largest eugenics program ever orchestrated on mankind ever. It is like taking the Holocaust and applying it to the entire 8 billion people on the planet. And it is exactly what they are doing. And it's so far out of our reach to think that men could be that evil, but this is absolutely what is the case. There is tons of million, tons of evil men and women in this world orchestrating massive amounts of death and intentionally going to do it and are doing it in order to achieve their agenda, which is behind a huge lie, by the way, of climate change. COVID is not used it's a conspiracy of interest covid has definitely been used it's a conspiracy this is edward dowd a former blackrock analyst so covid is definitely being used to usher in a control system to kind of manage a, like a sovereign global debt collapse and what better way to prevent riots and lockdowns what, what, what better way to introduce a central bank digital currency than getting people to comply to vaccine passports you can only go to work. You know, it's the idea of introducing that, you know, you got to do this just to be employed. So it was this concept of control for a uh, system that is at the you know, end days of, of working. Uh, you know, if you're going to have a sovereign debt collapse, you can't, if you're a central banker or a politician, you can't take the blame. So wouldn't it be nice to blame something else other than yourself? This is a lady in uh, Norway says that 60,000 Norwegians have been severely damaged by, damaged by the vaccines. So I'm going to lower the volume and just kind of read along. You'll hear her speaking in Norwegian in the background. Together, we've been through almost three years of the pandemic. We've had to feel many strong emotions. 
Today, I would like to offer my condolences to all those who have been injured, who have lost someone, either from the COVID disease or from COVID vaccination. My interpretation of, to the County Council today is about vaccine safety, and why I believe that the Norwegian Parliament must take much greater responsibility for the safety of our population. I've received several stories from people who have been vaccine injured. Many do not dare to be open about their stories. They are ashamed. It is very painful to read each one. People who believe that the vaccine was safe, as the authorities said. An example is Lone from Skondal, who at the age of 29 now has had her life destroyed. She went from being an active and healthy outdoor girl to being thin, weak, and so frail that she has to fight her way through every day. On the 15th of October, 2021, she was given her second dose Moderna and her life turned completely upside down. Since then, she has not been able to work as a healthcare worker. It started the night after the vaccine with severe vomiting and diarrhea, which eventually led to dehydration, nutritional deficiencies, and major weight loss. Lona has been admitted to hospital several times to retreat received treatment for this and has had to resort to nutritional drinks to try and maintain a certain weight. She has also developed acute allergies and allergic shock. Inger Marie from Tysver took her second dose Pfizer on the 29th of July last year. She suffered headaches, dizziness, memory loss, difficulty concentrating, feeling feverish, brain fog, internal, internal terrors, lightheadedness, increased heart rate, tingling in the skin, weakness, and body aches. Throughout the autumn of 2021, she, she had a hard time holding up her head and her legs failed her. She says, being on sick leave for a year now, my job has been myself and my own health. It is the heaviest job I've ever had. No one can tell her anything about her future prognosis. It is tough. She dropped out of the COVAX study because there were so many people who were worse off than her. Veronica, age 31 from Drama, noticed changes in her period after the first dose. After the second dose, it got worse, and after the third dose, the body went berserk. Since September 2021, now for 15 months, Veronica has bled every day, heavy and painful bleeding. She has gone from five pads a day to 22 every day throughout the year. She says she's in pain, and sometimes it hurts so much that she vomits. It has felt like labor contractions. Besides the bleeding, which can hardly be called menstruation anymore, she's developed severe allergic skin reactions. Then we have those who have had blood clots in the brain, lungs, and several other places in the body where relatives have contacted me. This was just a random sample of people who've contacted me after vaccine injuries and in no way represent the most serious cases. There are well over 60,000 other people in Norway who have had their own stories to tell about vaccine injuries. There are many heartbreaking stories of previously healthy who in good faith participated in a national effort that was supposedly safe and effective. They were deceived because the COVID vaccines were neither safe nor effective. The people that were told that the vaccines were supposed to prevent infection, they don't. The people were told that the vaccines would prevent disease and death, they don't. We are left with a number of serious side effects. At the same time, there are reports of high and inexplicable excess mortality throughout Europe, including in Norway, after vaccination started. 
Three months ago, one of Britain's most eminent and trusted cardiologists, a man of international renown, Dr. Asim Malhotra, published a peer-reviewed paper that concluded a complete ban on COVID vaccination for all. Because the data is clear and robust that there are major injuries and few benefits. He describes the rollout of the Pfizer vaccine as perhaps the biggest disaster in medical research, destruction of public health, diminishing trust in public health services, and an attack on democracy that we will ever witness in our lifetime. In these three months, there has not been a single counter-evidence in the scientific literature to Dr. Maralto's findings. 21 Code of Federal Regulations, Section 50.23 and 24, it is illegal to make anybody participate in an experimental program using coercion. That is, in fact, how in U.S. law we actually embrace in U.S. law the Nuremberg Code. So coercion is illegal. And we need to call it coercion. We don't want to call it leverage. We don't want to call it pressure. We want to call it the illegal act that it is. It's coercion. And that becomes important because under 18 U.S. Code, Section 2331, and then Subsection 802, um, inside of the definition of domestic terrorism is any time a U.S. citizen or a government in the U.S., is forced to do something that it would not otherwise do, that's also not only coercion, but domestic terrorism. Now, this conversation and every other conversation, I encourage people to, in fact, take those two laws, and when they are met with somebody telling them they're supposed to get the shot, actually ask the person and record this. Use your phone, use a recording device, record the conversation, and ask if they are are in fact violating 21 Code of Federal Regulations, Section 50.23 and 24. Are you interested in doing a civil violation of the law? And if they say yes, they're cool with that, then say, are you willing to violate 18 U.S. Code Section 2331, which says that it is illegal to coerce the population, and that is a felony, and the felony has a 99-year prison term with it. And so here's the problem. We need to arm ourselves as a big community to not only do what we've done, and by the way, kudos to everyone who has done the resistance up until now, but now we have to arm ourselves with the very weapons they're using and throw them back. I always say the metaphor for me is if somebody throws a hand grenade at, at you, pick it up, pull the pin out, throw it back. Um, they give me a hand grenade, use it. Um, what we need to be doing is we need to be informing ourselves, and most recently, Patrick, and this will be a punchline I get to at the end, but I just put... ...has removed 32,000... Yeah, they're starting to remove the data. So the CDC is starting to cover it up. Somebody, they got caught. This is incredible. This is Naomi Wolf. ...plus records of myocarditis and pericarditis from the VARS database between September of 2022 and December of 2022. So everyone please absorb that. Uh, the head of the CDC, you know, the job of the CDC is to monitor signals in databases like the VARS database, which belongs to Dr. Walensky. It's her job to notice signals as we discussed last time I was on the show and we talked about the 108,000 rows of 
um, hypertension results that broke the pipeline. There, there were so many that she hadn't noticed. Um, well, she's covering her tracks and she's engaging in um, more criminal conduct, it certainly appears, because she's covering up the scene of a crime. And she's doing it not coincidentally after or while, I should say, because some of it began before the announcement, but while uh, Governor DeSantis of Florida has announced that he too is pursuing a grand jury investigation into, into malfeasance around the vaccine. And Dr. Latipo, who's his a medical advisor in Florida, um, has, has made it clear, as has, Dr. Has, has Governor DeSantis, that the focus of their investigation is going to be myocarditis and pericarditis cases and, and lies and fraud and concealment around those and harms that were not. And I think, honestly, I think they took, as they should, some of their approach from one of our uh, Daily Cloud War Room uh, research volunteers' reports that showed that there was a four-month delay. This was Dr. Chris Flowers and his team wrote this, our people, four-month delay between the first uh, that the FDA and uh, Pfizer knew of myocarditis in, in young adults and teens a week after injection versus four months later when the uh, government agencies issued a press release. So this is huge. It is huge. It's huge. Massive cover. About COVID-19 and vaccines. This is the garbage person at Facebook, Aaron Berman, talking about uh, he's the one actually engaged in misinformation. No additional information from the WHO. Um, and um, when we do... These are the children of hell. These are monsters. Move misinformation from the platform, which I'll talk about in a second. We built a tool so that um, we notify users who saw that misinformation before we removed it so that they have access to the authoritative information that corrects it. So that's in a, in a large bucket our uh, part of our informed work here. On remove for COVID-19, um, we do have a policy to remove harmful misinformation related to this topic. Uh, specifically, we remove content that has been debunked as false and leading to physical harm by public health experts related to the pandemic. So these are things like fake preventative measures, claims the virus doesn't exist, or um, this also includes a variety of claims about vaccines. Uh, the idea here is to uh, remove misinformation that could lead to imminent physical harm by somebody maybe not receiving appropriate treatment or exposing themselves to the disease. Um, so on vaccines specifically, in December last year, we started removing false claims about the vaccine, again, that fall within this category, and we've expanded the list of claims we remove about vaccines in general earlier this year in consultation with health experts, and we're continuing to make uh, updates to these policies as trends emerge, um, including just this week, in fact. And we also remove uh, pages, groups, and Instagram accounts that repeatedly violate these policies to get at those entities that might uh, repeatedly spread this content. And then finally, the third part of the strategy addressing borderline content, which could lead to vaccine hesitancy, which falls into the reduced area. Um, so we do reduce the distribution of certain content uh, about vaccines that doesn't otherwise violate our policies. And our approach here is really grounded in guidance that we've gotten from health experts that uh, who've emphasized the idea that overcoming vaccine hesitancy really depends on people being able to ask legitimate questions about safety and efficacy and get those questions answered by trusted sources. But at the same time, we also realize that certain of this content could, could lead to hesitancy. Um, so we, we reduce its distribution. And similarly for content, 
What if Fauci were standing in front of you right now? What would you say to him? I would tell him to go himself right now. That's basically what I would say to him. I know you know you're supposed to cuss and this and that, but the man is just a liar. He's the most prolific mass murderer of all time. Dr. Doug Fauci and the poison pushers, they're arguing against our stop the shot message. And basically every day that they argue that seven more seven million more people they get poisoned. So he needs to just shut up. He's, he's supposedly on the sidelines now, but there, he, there's not a camera he does a love, right? He's just always got his face in the camera. Lie after lie after lie. The man needs to be arrested on trial in Nuremberg 2.0 as soon as possible. I agree 100%. And maybe it's a citizen grand jury. I don't know what it is, but absolutely we need to deliver remedy and accountability to these people who perpetuated this war on innocence. Uh, one of the most heartbreaking things ever, unborn children in the wounds having heart attacks. Unbelievable. I know. My friend, my friend Dr. Thorpe has, has showed me the data, and it's, and it's awful. And so we have to just keep sounding the alarm, doing everything we can do to... I just read a full paper of Dr. Thorpe into the record, uh, and the title is COVID-19 and Disaster Capitalism. I recommend you check it out or listen to it. These shots stopped immediately. We also need a ban on gain-of-function research globally. We need a ban on all the mRNA and DNA gene. Th gene therapies need to be banned. We need a global ban on the gene therapy. Here we are going into the third year of it. And yeah, there he is. Third year, still going. You failed. You are a complete and total 100% failure if you're still talking about this pandemic. Hashtag Fauci for prison. Failure in the legal system. Already should have been arrested. Walensky, already, there's enough evidence to have her arrested as well. No question. Total failure, legal system. Still in the middle of a pandemic with the numbers that you just showed. Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting them. Watch all these guys lie. These, these will not. They already haven't actually um, aged well. But reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. We can kind of almost see the end. We're, we're vaccinating so very. We can kind of almost see. <laughs> she needs to stick to a script. Criminal. Fast. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that, that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. Getting vaccinated and getting a booster shot when eligible can save your life and protect. By the way, I know almost like five to ten people who were fully vaccinated who got sick with something. I don't know if it was COVID, but. You and your family and friends from getting seriously ill and spreading infection. What do you think the probability is? 80%? Personally, I think it's 100%. I think that there's a reduction in transmission. Essentially, vaccines block you from getting and giving um, the virus. If enough people get vaccinated, it actually halts transmission. You're not that guy is next in line to take Fauci's job, Hotez. Be afraid. And get COVID if you have these vaccinations. We have all the vaccines we need. We just need our people to take it. A, for their own protection, for the protection of their family, but also to break the chain of transmission. You want to be a dead end to the virus. So when the virus gets to you, you stop it. You don't allow it to use you as the stepping stone to the next person. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus, 
the virus does not infect them, the virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. That means the vaccines will get us to the end of this. 1,500 NIA. This is a very important um, exchange between Rand Paul and uh, Fauci, Dr. Death. And he says he basically doesn't have to disclose any conflicts of interest. He did an NEJM paper where he said he had no conflicts of interest in early 2020. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But this is a very interesting exchange between Dave Smith and Joe Rogan. Rand Paul, I don't know if you saw one of these moments, those yeah. Rand Paul versus Fauci moments, and he said that they found out through a Freedom, uh, Freedom of Information Act that it was something like $135 million in royalties had been paid out to scientists on the NIH, uh, at the NIH from pharmaceutical companies. 27,000 royalty payments were paid to 1,800 NIH employees. And he asked Fauci straight up, he goes, can you tell me that you have not received a royalty from any entity that you ever oversaw the distribution of money in research grants. And Fauci, in a roundabout way, you know, was like, according to the regulations, people who receive royalties are not required to divulge them, even on their financial statement. Hmm. Don't you think, like, shouldn't we know that? Shouldn't we at least be able to know, like, how much money does Fauci make from yeah. Pfizer and Moderna? Because that seems like a tiny conflict of interest. A giant conflict of interest. I stand with my hypothesis. This guy wrote a paper with Fauci, and uh, he says that uh, he's lab credit. It's that the nature of this virus is not consistent with uh, spillover evolution, that this virus clearly had to be adapted for human-to-human -human transmission, and I do believe that that occurred in the laboratory, and ultimately... I think the evidence points to the Wuhan Institute of Virology as the primary source of this virus. I, I stand with my adult son, he's 25 years old. He was a bodybuilder and a professional living in New York. Makes me look like I never stepped foot in a gym in my life. Now he is disabled. He cannot drive himself. After I finish this meeting with you all today, I have to take him to his cardiology appointment. He's been hospitalized four times. He has myocarditis and POTS. He can no longer work. He can no longer support himself. And I have to carry him on my insurance, not to mention care for him, cook for him. And he cannot do anything on his own. My adult son is 25 years old. This is another person. So she can barely get out of bed. Rachel, Rachel Geerth from Arkadelphia, Arkansas, came down with gain. Barre syndrome after her second dose. It took her nine months to be able to walk again. And then she had a second bout of it. She's now wheelchair-bound and cannot stand, walk, work, or drive. So please, people, share a story. Share this with anyone. Like, we need to, we need to unite here. We need to stand together as a team. And we need you to fight for us because the media won't listen. Nobody will listen to us. We are being seen as spreading misinformation. I am seeing vaccine injuries all the time. I have people contacting me all the time who are vaccine injured and we are just forgotten. 
Well, your life and the lives of so many around you has gone back to normal. We are being forgotten. So please, please, please share this. What is happening to us is wrong. So please share. And so please, people, share. So that's all the... Um... <clears throat> That's all the videos I have. I'm going to read this statement from Philip K. Dick. I think it's important because you're just talking about pseudo-realities and how deep the uh, psychological warfare that was against made against the American people by their own government, by elements of their own government, uh, and how profound it was. It was coercion. If they are telling you to take the shot or lose your job, they coerced you. So there's massive amounts of illegality. No question. And it goes back to people who are at the top of uh, the legislature and the judiciary and why something's not happening. I mean, it's probably just corruption at the top and the Biden administration's a joke. <clears throat> so again, Philip K. Dick. Quote, today we live in a society in which spurious realities are manufactured by the media, by governments, by big corporations, by religious groups, political groups. So I ask in my writing, what is real? Because unceasingly, we are bombarded with pseudo-realities manufactured by very sophisticated people using very sophisticated electronic mechanisms. I do not distrust their motives. I distrust their power. They have a lot of it. And it is an astonishing power, that of creating whole universes, universes of the mind. I ought to know. I do the same thing. So just like I'm kind of following all these people, becoming aware of the massive death of the injuries and this is one of these that's taking place in India. It says Imran Pratapgari asked government to form panel to examine side effects of coronavac corona shots in view of sudden deaths. This is January, December 13th. And this is a very courageous MP in the UK, Andrew Bridgen. He calls for the COVID shots to be suspended after a link to the heart problems. And he calls it a cover-up. So... Um, he's making those rounds and very courageous. And he, he, right, he stated, do you know that the pharmaceutical industry funds over 80% of the regulatory body that legally passes drugs as safe for the public in the UK? No, neither did I. But in what world is that logically or ethically correct? I'm sure it's the same everywhere. It's probably true. They probably fund all of these governments. And the governments allow it. And it's led to this disaster. This disaster is as I mean, people are murdered and dead and negligently or intentionally homicided. It's very similar to 2008 with the total breakdown of the financial industry where everybody was corrupt and everybody was getting paid or manipulated. And it led to massive re-regulations of Frank Dodd Act and CFPB and all these things like that, change it so it wouldn't happen again. But it'll be an issue whether that can happen here in the States or in these other countries in the world. I mean, it's a definite kind of like a malevolent attack on national sovereignty, kind of in the soft underbelly, not through the military or the intel agencies, but through the biosecurity state that literally rolled over on its back or was corrupted, really corrupted. And this is about excess morality. I think I showed a slide of this video from Norman Fenton and all the discoveries he made that these shots are useless. Um, 
and just the data is like uh, you know extreme levels of statistical significance. Their status. I mean, Fenton is a statistician, so he's somebody who should be well suited to look at all the stats. And this is the highest grade health alarm possible, sounded by professional data analysts and statisticians. It should send chills down your spine. This is actually another thing from the New York Times that says protection is only last beyond three months. The whole thing is a huge scam. Even the journalists got scammed or manipulated. Natural immunity is better. Then you don't even have to worry about it. I mentioned this movie before, too, on this slide. It's Anecdotals, so you can check that out on YouTube, Odyssey, or its website, www.anecdotalsmovie. So it's kind of like suddenly dead or suddenly died. Um, that documentary about people mysteriously done. It's not that mysterious, actually. And then uh, Sasha Latipova, very important researcher into this whole COVID experience, uh, situation, but she uh, got 700 pages of docs received under FOIA by Judicial Watch, and she has critiqued the Moderna trials. My affidavit on Moderna's non-clinical studies, fetal malformations in vaccinated pregnant mothers. So very dangerous. These are very dangerous, toxic shots. If you're pregnant, be very, very careful. I've come across many, many stories of these babies. Uh, bad shape. It's just like thalidomide. It's just incredible. And I'll show a slide here. They use the same phrase in thalidomide sales as they did in the sale of these shots, safe and effective. It's incredible. It's almost like these devils went back and like, how can we get people to take this death juice? Oh, let's look at thalidomide and copy them. It's amazing. I'll show it here real soon. It's coming up. And this is uh, Jumi, December 14th, says that the infectiousness, infectiousness from PCR-positive samples is sloppy and misleading. Yeah, it is. This is a timely and detailed reminder of how PCR tests do, don't work or do work. So that's Peter Halligan forwarding this. This is Jimmy Kimmel on Elon Musk. Quote, I have a problem with any richest man in the world who comes to this country to casually slander a doctor who devoted his entire life to protecting our children while you're off playing grab ASS with Trump and firing rockets off to prove your penis words. This is incredible. It's just total propaganda. Fauci is a monster. This guy, Jimmy Kimmel, is an idiot. He's a total clown. I don't respect this guy at all. This will not last well. This tweet will not last well. He's, I don't think he's very bright. He obviously hasn't done the research. He's just somebody pouring propaganda down his throat. And this is a, a video of, like, uh, Bill Gates in Bulgaria. He's got his shots, and somebody's putting a bullet through his head. This is something I've covered in the couple last couple shows, which is the roundtable that DeSantis had. And uh, it is interesting, some of the stuff I missed. I probably should just do a whole show on it, but one of the quotes is, the illusion is that there was a scientific consensus, but that was never true. The censorship was used to create that illusion. So it goes back to reality creation and Philip K. Dick, this kind of quote that I mentioned in the intro to these slides. This is interesting. Paul Alexander, December 15th, 2022. Urgent international blood bank for the unvaccinated has been formed 
with members from at least 16 countries, demand for pure blood skyrockets. You have to consider unvaccinated blood on mythical and ethical, ethical grounds. Wanted for mass murder, Rochelle Walensky, Janet Woodcock, Anthony Fauci. They should be arrested. That has to stop. I mean, the funny thing, like you go back to this uh, statement by Kimmel, this clown, casually slander a doctor who devoted his entire life to protecting our children. It's the, act- the actual opposite. He's not protecting the children. He has lied about how many injuries were children. He's creating a, a fake demand to put these toxic shots. Who knows what's in them? I know, I, I'm pretty sure, in my understanding, they are changing the stuff in there, which should terrify people that you're not getting the same consistent shots in different parts of the world. But he, Fauci is not protecting the children by putting this onto the uh, shot schedule for the kids. And the whole shot schedule is in question and probably should be stopped. It's unbelievable. This guy's a monster. I, I don't Jimmy Kimmel's a repulsive, disgusting creature. I've always bagged about these late night shows. They're t- pure propaganda. I mean, anybody who watches that is a. I don't have any respect. I actually don't know anybody in my social group who watches those late night shows. I don't know those people. I, I honestly, in my social circle, I don't know anybody who watches those late night shows. They're. It's unbelievable. So it's some kind of weird, soothing thing for people who have very low critical thinking skills. This is a um, picture of how many vaccines the kids get or shots they get. You can't trust any of this anymore. Sorry. You cannot trust the medical establishment. It's totally corrupt. Making money off of all this stuff, getting rich. Hopefully we'll find out how much money Fauci made over the last couple of years. Um, This is actually an interesting story from Missing the Point. I would check this out because people have talked about how people are going to go rogue. And I think that this is a story out of uh, Weambilla, Queensland in Australia, of that happening. Two brothers who ambushed some cops and then the cops hunted them down and killed them. But one of them, Nathaniel, was the former headmaster of his school until having a massive heart attack on the job. Wonder what mandated juice caused that. He put two and two together, reached out for support from the system that made him get the beep boop. He was shunned stonewall. It's a very angry person. And uh, it sounds like that the, this radicalization was due to the mandate, the coercion, the illegal coercion of, and the violation of Nuremberg for um, non-informed consent to take this toxic substance. So all these, all these politicians are complicit. All of them, both sides. Like, you think your party's some kind of moral force? You're a fool. A fool. Canadian data in 2022 showing the more vaccine one gets, the more doses, the more elevated risk of infections, cases, hospitalizations, and death. The data is clear. COVID gene injection is subverting the underlying immune system. Yeah, it is. It's cumulative. Don't take the, don't take the shot. And this is what I was talking about earlier. This is an advertisement um, for... Distival, which is thalidomide. I think that was the name for it in England. And you can see, underlined here, safe and effective. Hypnotic, wow. Powerful partnership against migraine. Thalidomide, 12.5 megs. Ergotamine tartrate, 1.0. 
So I think that's an authentic advertisement, safe and effective. We've heard that before. COVID vaccines affect Jewish marriages by Tana Hecht and Daily Cloud. There's a lot going on in Israel. There's a lot of interesting things happening. I watched a video today about Netanyahu being very proud that the entire country has had like their genetic genome kept by the government. And he was handing that out to third parties. I have to go back and check that, like uh, that video, but I was like looking at it like he's really proud of like giving these people privacy, his private and his citizens to third parties. Like, unbelievable. This is uh, the great Peter McCullough talking about the largest bribe in history. COVID-19 Community Corps, the largest government bribe in history. The U.S. Health and Human Services in the White House had a program called the COVID Community Corps. And that program infused over 13 billion to 276 agencies. That's really how it's done. That's how the influence is done. I think Fauci, Dr. Death oversees like $6 billion. So he can buy, you know, manipulate or through grants. Uh, there aren't outright bribes, but just co you know, influence. Like if people don't get their money, they don't live. So he has that kind of power over people. Um, and research, and what gets researched, and this is one way it's done. And these kind of agreement, these kind of weird, these kind of programs are all over Washington that the public doesn't know about. That make sure a lot allied people are getting funds to stay in line. This is Moon Donnie. France provides photos of children who needlessly died from COVID vaccinations, not vaccine. It's December 14th, 2022. So the list is long. It's getting longer. This is an interesting Steve Kershaw I follow December 15th. He makes an interesting point here. Any, do you know anyone who looked at the data and went from red pill to blue pill? Was Morpheus right? I've never heard of a single person who switched from red pill to blue pill on the vaccines after looking at the evidence directly. Have you? Does anybody else out there know? Email me who said, who's looked at all the evidence and went, oh, yeah, these are good. These are great. Blue pill. Everybody goes from blue to red. It's an interesting point. This is actually Fox News talking about COVID origins may have been tied to China's bioweapons program. So that was actually on the, the lamestream media. This is a fear, you know, terror attempt. The coronavirus may spread from corpses. Family members and healthcare workers should take precautions. This is in New York Times. Michael P. Sanger, December 15th. New York Times falsely reports COVID CFR is 3%, overstating it several fold. Not surprised. This is recent, so they're still propagandizing people. This is a guy who's been working on this story for a long time. Chris Martinson. You can go at Chris Martinson on Twitter. I suggest people check that out. He writes, the shots are not effective. After 90 days, both Moderna and Pfizer are anti-effective, leading to more cases of Omicron. If you've been shot, you feel like you've been getting sick more often, your impression is correct. Yeah. Negative, negative effectivity. It's almost like it's intentional. This is uh, Peter Halligan, who I quote all the time. The pandemic of the vaccinated gets bigger. 
This is interesting about wire transfers between Pfizer and the Department of Treasury of $2.8 million. Paul Marek, if you had to design a drug for COVID, it would look exactly like ivermectin. Yeah. This is interesting. I think I mentioned this in the other one where Steve Kirsch is in Northern California. And this lady, I forgot her name. She's on the 15-person panel that man, that authorized the kill shot for kids on October 19th and 20th, 2022. So he goes over to talk to her. like He lives nearby. And she will not answer the, their thing. She doesn't have the courage to talk to him face-to-face and then calls the cops on him. So the cops are there like, oh, somebody says you've been loitering around here. And Kirsch is kind of like an uh, upstanding, <laughs> upstanding citizen, like not like a wealthy, well-to-do person, talented tech kind of person. So she, why can't you talk to him face-to-face? If everything was effective and you were up aboard, you would go out and tell people to their face, yes. We are saving lives and we're doing great. There's something really skeezy and really suspicious going on. And it's from Died Suddenly. Police were called on Steve Kirsch for trying to share an important Israeli study. The ACIP committee ignored the data and approved the vaccine for children by a vote of 15 So the kill kill shots are keeping on going. Auschwitz is on. No response from leadership outside of Florida. Maybe some of these other states will show some spine. The governor as well. Or the AGs will. The AGs have shown a little bit, but uh, it's not going to come from come from DC, and that should tell you everything. It should tell you everything about your government, Americans. This guy had it really uh, good. Angelo Cotavia, July tenth, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty. Fauci is a deep state fraud. The pandemic's guru, unfortunately, behaves as an ordinary creature of the Washington swamp. Yeah, he does. He just passed away September 2021 at 78. That's another one, December 15th, because autopsy studies show evidence of it penetrating the brain. The parallels to lobotomy were found were bound to follow in conversations among psychiatrists. Tune into this issue of the Bregan Hour. Fantastic guess. And that's uh, Naomi Wolf and Reiner Fulmish. And Bregan wrote uh, The Global Predators, We Are the Prey book about COVID-19. This is uh, Pascal Soirot got knighted and admits that concern, vaccine concerns were overblown. The story of how we got here at Data Perspective was published December 15th. Jessica Rose, I highly recommend people check that out. Spike protein cause hemagglutination or thrombosis. Contains peptides that can induce molecular mimicry. She uh, recommends COVID needs to be investigated to the full extent of the law. It's interesting. Somebody found that they actually, in Canada, they changed the definition of psychosis. And then they used, for example, you may be worried that the government is trying to harm you and your loved ones. The government is definitely trying to harm you and your loved ones. The governments are at war against their peoples. It's just a different kind of warfare. Definitely a war. Canada, for sure. U.S., no question. 
This is Ezra Levant. This is 2021. This is this negative efficacy that was found last year. This is uh, World of Home, right? Sorry you were injured. Hashtag stop the shots now. When Ontario delayed second Pfizer doses for the elderly and immunocompromised in order to give them to healthy 12-year-olds instead, I asked my doctor to show me the science behind that decision. She couldn't. I knew it was all BS then, December 16, 2022. And this is a little uh, art meme that says, brave enough to inject unknown substances into the body, but afraid to breathe air. So true. Like, you'll wear a mask, but you'll put this freaking gene therapy right in there, buddy. Uh, Dutch study, deaths from the vaccine higher than deaths from COVID, December 16th. And that was kind of emulates the, and I think that's around the time, this emulates this kind of spikes that happened in India. I read the Denis Rancor article, and he's done other articles, some about the U.S. as well, that uh, very disturbing if they're true. It's not the virus, it's the shots. Uh, this is Garrett. This is his opinion. It's kind of interesting. But those misquoting me in my absence, one, in my opinion, most COVID shots were placebos or diluted. Two, those who receive the real thing will suffer serious health consequences if they don't commit to a detox regime, three physical symptoms can be shared energetically, just like moods. Wasn't and then Danny responds, wasn't there a couple nurses that came out and said the vials were labeled one, two, and three? One is saline, two is standard vax, and three was death shot. And I heard that. That was in uh, Europe. It was in Croatia or Slovenia. Somebody came out and said that. I couldn't prove that to be the case, but Somebody can prove that. Please send it to me. William Ramsey investigates. It's a silent survivor. Vax injured. German data released. You can't ignore this. It is a crime. Link below. December 16th, 2022. And all these uh, indicators have just shot up. Sudden death. Death occurring within less than 24 hours. Death without others present. Other vague or unspecified causes of death. Right when the experimental shots came out. This is uh, something you have to think on the horizon because they're planning on another assault. So you can look at the contagion, what was it, contagion, conspiracy, whatever Bill Gates did, where the, there's going to be a higher death rate for the kids. This is uh, Paul Alexander. Stu Peters interviews Paul Alexander and James Thorpe. Globalist plot next to catastrophic lies of the COVID pandemic and fraud field gene therapy injection. Yeah. Sean Penn hates the on the unvaxxed. This is Jimmy Dore. What do these cruel celebrities have in common and what drives them to coerce you to take injections with no long-term safety record? James Hill, good question. Ministry of Health in Israel. We cannot locate the signed agreement with Pfizer. It has gone missing. Yeah, right. Missing. Somebody took it and threw it in the garbage. Coincidentally, Yves von der Leyen can, can't find text with Pfizer chief on vaccine deal, too. Oh, wow. Somebody's trying to cover stuff up. And this is interesting. The white rabbit, he, Del Bigtree, um, was with Dr. Cole, and they literally took blood out of Del Bigtree's body, put it on slides, and took some of the shot on there and showed, like, clotting and crazy stuff taking place that um, very abnormal. Imagine being able to see how your blood would react to a COVID-19 vaccine before you put it inside your body. Well, this guy from the higher wire just did. Yeah. 
This is Fauci's NIH-funded experiment on AIDS orphans in New York City. Yeah, that's right. Little African-American kids. Liz writes, Dr. Fauci tortured and medically murdered at least 85 orphan minority children in New York, children who were vulnerable and could not consent and who would not be missed. Arrest this mass murdering monster. Catastrophic contagion, a global challenge exercise, right? So that was in Brussels, strange place. So that was a bioweapon blues number 24. I was kicked off of my internet, so came to an abrupt end, but I will include additional information on my next stream, which will be Bioweb and Blues 25. Thank you for listening.